friends, it's me, Katie Ann, and your host of the Full Confidence Head podcast. We go on a journey together tackling the fears of life from family relationships to finance, from careers to community. And today, you guys, you asked for it and you got it. We have a repeat guest and we have on here Austin Blake. And you can go back into the episode he did before. It was called The Creativity Code. So we give an intro of that, but I'll just give you a brief rundown. You guys, Austin is pretty awesome. He's a film major. He's also an iOS coder, and he just lectured about creativity in the UK. So shout out to Austin. How are you doing tonight, Austin? Hey, doing great. Thanks, Katie Ann. Glad to be back. We are so excited for you to be back. Such positive feedback on your last podcast, The Creativity Code, that we did just a few episodes ago. And I'm just excited to talk about creativity because I don't know about you, Austin. I don't think this is a topic that we even discuss enough in life like we talk a lot about really big things and I think creativity is big and it's like non-existent don't you think so yeah yeah no and I think that it's kind of sad because a lot of people think that they're not creative and so they don't it's not you know it's not talked about for that reason but yeah I strongly disagree with that but I do agree with what you just said I totally am with you. I actually want to start our podcast off right there with the idea that a lot of people don't think they're creative. And I think that's what a lot of response to your last episode was. People were like, this is so cool. I wish I was that. And I was like, hang on, wait a minute. You can be like, you went over the rules last time. So how would you respond to someone like this is your personal, someone just sent us in feedback from the last episode. How would you respond to like someone who was like, hey, Austin, love that episode did it i don't feel like i'm a creative like what would you say to them <laughs> yeah that's so interesting i think um yeah first of all i think i'd say like yes you are creative i think it, literally everybody's creative you just kind of have to realize what you're doing that is creative uh but everything that you do throughout the day is creative in the sense that you are a, like a force of nature and your actions are going to cause results in the world. So yeah, first of all, I think that you are creative. And second of all, I think everybody is born extremely creative, like, and then your kids growing up and you come up with all these, like, you know, when we were kids, we were always coming up with like worlds that didn't exist, all these different games. Uh, Like whenever we'd go to the, yeah, whenever we'd go to the movies, like we'd come home and like play that movie in our living room, you know? Uh, And so I think kids are extremely creative, but then as you grow up, uh, I think you can kind of hammer it out of yourself either either on purpose uh, because you think that you need to grow up or whatever, or on accident uh, by just not, feeding it but i think that it is inside everyone and you kind of have to realize what you're currently doing that's creative and also realize that you can uh get some of that childish creativity back that's a big deal i think it's so interesting that you're saying like everything is creative that you're doing because i i don't think a lot of people internalize that i'm still trying to like recognize that i'm reading this book right now it's called the power of fun but honestly it's all about creativity like they define find fun as like something that gets you into flow you're creating something you're um and it's so interesting of like the positive psychology of how much and podcast listeners you can look into this like creativity affects your life in so many ways so positively and yet i i kind of want to go back to your idea if you just said that when we grow up we kind of either hammer it out of ourselves 
not really on purpose, or sometimes we think it's childish. Why do you think creativity is tied to childness? Child, childness, is that a word? Childishness, Child, yeah. Childishness, <laughs> childishness, yeah, that. Um, <laughs> instead of something that fills our life, because the research I've done, creativity is something that like fills your life, but instead, now I'm going to try to do this word again, childishness, is that chi- child, childness-ish? That yeah, word. No, I think <laughs> so why do we associate it, yeah. it with that? <laughs> yeah, I think um, that a big part of it is um, when you grow up, you kind of have to be realistic for Mm -hmm. certain reasons. And I think there's a good thing about that. When you're a kid, you don't have to worry about rent. You don't have to worry about health insurance. You don't have to worry about supporting a family financially. And so your mind can kind of just run wild. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Uh, And then you grow up and I think that you learn that you have to be realistic in a sense. And so maybe you say, well, you know, maybe my dream of being an astronaut has to go on the back burner for a little while uh, while I pay rent. Yeah. And so I think that we can let some of that realism hammer out uh, some of those hopes and dreams. And I think very closely tied to that is that creativity of just mm. like the first rule of creativity that we talked about last time was there are no rules. And that includes you mm-hmm. can be an astronaut. If that's really what you want to be, then do it. Uh, but I think that the realism of life kind of teaches us that, hey, not everything's possible. There are rules. Uh, I have to fit into this box if I want to survive. And mm. uh, yeah, it's a, it's a difficult balance because yes, you need to pay rent and yes, you need to eat. Um, but that doesn't mean that there are rules. <laughs> it just means that you have to figure out how no rules fit into the necessities of daily life. Interesting. You know, I kind of like that because sometimes with having constraints actually builds more creativity. For example, like, okay, That's so true. how do yeah. I like pay rent and do a mill with just this amount of money? And my most creative mills, I'm not saying they were successful, but my most creative mills have come out of like having a money constraint where I've been like, well, this is going to go together with this. And sometimes that didn't all go together, but <laughs> but like we tried, you know, and it was a creative process. So yeah. um, I, I think I it's so interesting that you said like the reality of life sometimes burns that creativity out of us. Yes. But instead it could be like a, a tool that, push us into more creativity you know oh yeah okay let me share an example on this if anybody has seen the new iphone 14 pro the iphone i'm Mm. a huge apple person so the new Mm. iphone 14 pro beautiful awesome phone it has um a black capsule shape Mm -hmm. in the top of the screen a big cutout you're probably used Mm -hmm. to the iphones that we have now with like a notch on the iphone the 14 pro has a notch but it's just more of a capsule shape okay here's Mm -hmm. the realism that apple's facing right apple is infinitely creative just a child you can do whatever you want the realistic Mm -hmm. side of things is that you have to have a front-facing camera (laughs) especially (laughs) if you're having face id and you want people to take Uh selfies you have to have a front-facing camera the technology is not there right now to put it underneath the screen so there has to be a place for the camera to go apple has invented this awesome thing called the dynamic island I realize I might be talking to a very specific subset of people right now, but go look it up on their website. I love it. And uh, it's a really cool solution to having to, the necessity of having the camera on the front of the screen uh, and yet wanting an all screen design. 
they've made it this cool huh. notification center and it bounces when you throw apps up into it and it, it uh, will react differently. And so they took this constraint that they had, this thing that they had to be realistic about, which is we have to have a camera on the screen somewhere. And they didn't just put it on the screen like every other phone company has done forever. They found some way to make it cool and different and actually have some functionality to it. And uh, to me, it's an awesome example of there are constraints. You have to be realistic, but you can be creative with it. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, go look at Apple's website, the iPhone 14 Pro. It's such a cool example of being creativity with being realistic, being creative while being realistic. Right. That's so interesting. And I like how you're kind of breaking this idea apart of constraints are taking away creativity, but sometimes adding to it. Can you think of time in your life where that's been something for you? Oh boy. Uh, yeah. So every, I mean, every day, I think we all deal with it because even yeah. if we don't want to talk about the realism of life, you have mm-hmm. to, whether you're realistic or not, life is going to be realistic to you. And so you have to figure out how to deal with that. Amen to that. Uh, I'm like, uh, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so you have to be creative. And that's why I think everybody's creative because if you solved yeah. any problem today at all, at all, yeah. it doesn't matter how small it is, you were creative. Life threw you a realistic problem and you had to mm-hmm. figure out how to solve it. And that's being creative. Uh, whether you like it or not. So if you don't think you're creative, you are. <laughs> you know, I really just like that example. Like maybe creativity, I or today talking about it is everyday creativity. You know, it's not just like this defining moment because the world is sometimes, sometimes we've taken a word and just adjusted and adjusted and adjusted the definition. So, so instead of saying creativity, maybe I should Re- redefine this as everyday creativity is something we're striving for something totally. we're working for you know um something that yeah. can be present in those constraints that kind of an idea yeah and i think though that people too like it, it's so true what we're saying and i think that that's the first mm-hmm. point is making sure that you understand that you are creative uh mm-hmm. don't put the label on yourself of oh i wish i was creative i am not creative that is just mm-hmm. like stopping your progression so once you realize that you're creative, we can go on to step two. We're going into steps again, just like last time. This is exciting. I love steps. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So you can go on to step two and realize that uh, step two, I think, is the more creativity as people tend to think of it, uh, mm-hmm. where it's like seeing life through a different lens. Uh, sure. One of the things that my wife and I talked about of like one of the easiest things you can do to just be creative is take a different route home. When you're driving home, try to go like the whole next month, set a goal for yourself and never drive the same way. Take a different turn every single time and see what's on that street. And uh, I think that's like a really simple example of just try to see life differently. When you're doing the same thing every day, all the time, same routines, it's very difficult to look at the world in a different way, which is what creativity is and connecting different ideas together. But you're never going to get that if you uh, are stuck in a routine. So try to switch things up a little bit. I think that's kind of pushing it beyond just the fact of realizing you are creative and and ha- like harboring and fostering that creativity. 
you know, you just made me think of another thing to do. Um, um, I, I love your example of driving home a different way every single day. I have an aunt and uncle who started doing that. or They stopped using maps and they're like trying to just to figure it out and like do something new all the time because it's making their brain engage. I think another example is something that's a habit, just switching it up a little bit, like brushing your teeth with the other hand. You know, like that's a different experience, but taking anything or getting dressed instead of putting, if you're a socks on first, like maybe put your shirt on first, like switching up a habit that is so ingrained in your brain and just doing it slightly differently is something um, that helps with the neuroplasticity. So I'm I'm reading this book. I love what you're saying because I'm reading this book and they're talking about neuroplasticity, that our brain is so incredible because we have channels in the brain that we we can program, but we can also change. And there's a lot of joy that comes through learning new things or changing that up and and choosing our habits instead of just like falling victim to it. And, and choosing them is truly creativity. Like I am being creative and I think creativity is a choice instead of like falling passive to our habits, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And nothing against habits, obviously. I think we both know right. habits are great, but they can, you know, if you never switch things up, it's difficult to have a different perspective on the world, right. which is what, right. you know, that's what creativity is. I like how you're defining that is so creativity is having a different perspective of the world. Is that kind of your yeah, overall? Yeah, I think, yeah, that's, that's the working definition. Cause another definition, I yeah. think that creativity is connecting two different ideas together that haven't been done before maybe that's more like innovation though i'm not quite Mm -hmm. sure on that yet but yeah creativity is some mixture of those things but it definitely makes life more exciting you know you see things Mm -hmm. that people haven't seen before uh you come up with things that people haven't come up with which by the way talking about not being creative the whole Mm -hmm. world it's, I just love how creative everybody is, even if they don't know it, because everything that you see around you is a result of 7 billion people being creative every single day. Mm. Like when you're driving down the road, somebody had to figure out how to uh, like create that mixture for asphalt. Somebody had to figure out, you know, the paint that goes on the road. Somebody had to figure out, okay, how wide is the road going to be? How many lanes are we going to have? It's like all of these creative decisions Obviously, I'm focusing on a road theme for some reason, but like there are so many creative decisions that we see that are just a result of everybody being creative every single day. And uh, it's we live in an extremely, extremely creative environment. And so I think it's up to us to be inspired by it and let it push us forward as well. It's really interesting. Do you think is is the word novelty different from creativity because as you're talking, I'm wondering, I'm like, oh, can I be creative without being novel or do they have to be together? Um, what do you mean by novelty? Like novelty, seeing things in a new way? Yeah, I think like novelty would be something totally new, like that no one's done before. Can I be creative? And technically, if, if I'm doing a road, like, okay, well, someone's done the road this way before, but I'm still creating it versus like I've designed a new type of road. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, that's super interesting. Yeah, I think, Yeah. I mean, yeah, I wish I was more of like a professional on creativity, but I think that... Uh, oh, you it, definitely are way yes. more professional than all of us in creativity, so just saying that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no. Uh, I think that it is creativity 
we think of it that it needs to be big things. Like I cre- I wrote and directed a movie, uh, but really I think putting a certain color of shirt with a certain color of pants with a certain color of socks is a creative decision that you can be really proud of, you know? And uh, obviously some that's some people's livelihoods, but for me, that's a very minor decision, but it's still a very creative decision. And I think that we should, you know, give that value and not, you know, write it off as, oh, I'm not creative, but realize that everything you're doing is very creative. That's so interesting. I want to jump back into that thought in just a second. We're going to leave a second for our sponsors, but I want to go back into this idea of how small things can be creative. My favorite thing each week is just to listen to the stories of these incredible people on the podcast. They give me confidence in all areas of my life. The Full Confidence Ahead sponsor, Utah Money Moms, has boosted my financial confidence. I remember the first time I heard about them on YouTube, I just found this video about tracking your expenses they had done, and it was so simple and confidence building that I went to their website and started downloading as much material as I could. Make sure you head over to utahmoneymoms.com after this episode to sign up for their free webinars on all financial topics from the basics of budgeting to estate planning. Okay, so we're back in. We're talking about kind of redefining, defining, exploring what the definition of creativity is. And then you mentioned something that really just changed my thought process. And that is on how small things, even by choosing your outfit, can be creative. Can you just give me a few more examples? Because that's kind of mind-blowing to me. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about that. So kind of help me figure out this, this small things of creativity. Yeah. Okay. Last time, something that we talked about that I really love that you brought up is that you can be creative at any field. So you brought up like a mathematician and uh, that that is like stuck with me because it's so true. People think of math as, you know, if you're not a creative, then you do something uh, technical, you know, or very logical, which is what math is, but it's still very creative. I mean, you have to come up with, you know, what equations you're going to use and what circumstances Uh, obviously math is a creation of millions of brains working together to create this thing called math. Uh, so yeah, everything is very creative. It's not that you don't work in a creative job, uh, market or a job field. It's not that your profession isn't a creative profession. Uh, I think you have to realize what about it is creative, even, you know, picking up the trash and throwing it into a truck. How can you optimize that system in a creative way? You know? And, uh, yeah, everything you do is creative, everything. And if you believe in a higher power, uh, think of it like, you know, we were all created, uh, by this God, by this being that created the planet and everything around us and us. Uh, if you believe in like a spiritual force, you know, all of these things that are around us, no matter how you believe it came to be. Uh, were created somehow, even if just by nature and uh, science, maybe you could call it. But it, creativity is just everywhere in every small decision. And uh, it's it's kind of amazing. I think it's just up to us to recognize it and be inspired by it. I really like that you brought that up because that's so interesting. If you do believe in a higher power, the root of the start of the world was creation. And if you don't believe in higher power, there is scientific methods like other things or like the big bang or whatever that was a random things coming together in creation like the start of our world whether scientific whether spiritual whatever it is 
was creation. And yet the start of our days, the first things that we tend to weed out is creation. And so the very thing that gave us life, we're taking away. But yet to regain that feeling of life, we should bring back into creativity. So that's really interesting. This we said that there was something that you kind of had alluded to last time about changing your idea with creativity. And it prompted me to write something on my mirror that's been up there ever since our last episode. But it was, um, I just wrote up there that creativity is my CEO. And I just, I just decided um, off of your last podcast that I was going to channel all my thoughts through creativity. And I decided that like you kind of mentioned last time that we have all these like engines in our brain and, and choosing creativity as a CEO just filters that differently. And it has changed me so much, actually. Um, I have been mo- more fulfilled. I also, you you talked about ideas being fragile last time. And I, I put your quote up on my, my um, um, computer because I am in a creative field. Everyone's in a creative job, but I'm in a very creative field. And that's helped prompt me to not shut down other people's ideas or my own because ideas are fragile. Um, But I just, I loved that thought that you kind of had about creativity being our CEO. You've kind of mentioned changing your paradigm. And if we realize, like you just said, with divinity or spirituality or science, like the root of us is creativity. How did you personally change your mindset to be like, yeah, I'm going to change into this creative space? Or how do you do that on the daily? Because sometimes I feel like I wander out and then I can flip myself back in. But how do you do that? Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, I think that something that you said was really Mm -hmm. cool, which is that you feel more fulfilled uh, being creative. (laughs) And I haven't really, yeah, I haven't really connected that until now, but it is so true. There's something about it. Like I want to look into this more. But something about being creative, and when I say that, I mean that you have created something, you've built something, and you can look at it and be like, yeah, I did that. Something about that is so fulfilling. And uh, I think that, honestly, a lot of us are missing that uh, from our days. I I definitely have days where I feel unfulfilled by the end of the day. And sometimes I think it's, well, now I'm thinking it, it could be a lack of creativity. Like, you didn't actually produce anything. I think like a really important principle that I try to live by is to produce more than I consume, right? So to it's kind of the same oh. idea of yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of the same idea of leaving the world a better place than you found it. Like mm-hmm. when you die or even when you go to sleep tonight, it, are your surroundings a better place because you were in them today? Like what did you add to the experience? And uh so that's what creativity is. It's, it's just producing uh, content or it's producing hardware or it's producing a service for people or it's producing kindness. It's, it's producing things uh, and that's very fulfilling. And so I think that that's, you know, something that we can all keep in mind of uh, to live a fulfilling life and to live fulfilling days look how to be creative and, and find what you can add because that's a very fulfilling feeling to know that you did something, you know, right. Material. I, right. I really, really, really like that. You said produce more than consume. I, 
have kind of had this self-realization. I've been reading books about this and also like noticing my own habits. And I just feel like the world has changed to such a consumer world that they've like stripped away our identity as a citizen and like replaced it with being a consumer. Think about like how many things are attacking you to go buy something. It's all, we are so centered around like going and grabbing and consuming or social media, like just to, to consume that. But the thing is those things that we think will fill us up, like buying new things or social media have scientifically been proven to actually still drain you. Like if you get into the hole of being on YouTube for an hour, you feel more drained afterwards. Like you might have initial pleasure, but afterwards it, it leaves. And the only thing that gives you that true pleasure and fulfillment is creation so I really liked how you said, and I'm not saying that those things that we should avoid completely those things. I'm not saying like cut out all, yeah. like don't ever buy anything or like never do social media. But I like how you just said produce more than consume, you know? Yeah. Okay. Can I give another challenge? So the oh, first challenge. Yes. Yeah. And by the way, I'm following these challenges too. So I get super excited about okay. these because I love having <laughs> like goals in a to-do list. So I think yeah. the first challenge was drive a different way. And then- uh-huh. Here's another challenge and that somebody told me this like a few years ago and I have kept it when you're on social media because, oh man, Katie, on what you just said, remember we were talking about like the choir, like I'm cheering you on now. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yeah. What you said about social media, I think has really trained us uh, to be consumers, you know, and we, and we go onto TV and we take in, you know, however long two or three hours of TV every night, you know, half an hour to three hours of TV every night. And we go on social media and we scroll and we scroll and we take in all this content. Here's the challenge. Uh, we should try to add to the experiences more than we take in. So uh, mm-hmm. next time I go on Twitter, and this is something that I've tried to do over the last few years, but like, don't just read through all the tweets, right? Tweet something, reply to people's uh, tweets. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Instagram, right? Don't just take in everybody's content. Uh, comment on some people's posts, you know, encourage some people, DM a couple people. So add something to the experience rather than just taking it in and maybe set some sort of arbitrary goal there of like, you know, for every five minutes that I take in content, I want to spend a minute of adding content. So you're not just, because then you'll also feel more fulfilled about that in a creative sense and like you're producing things that you can be proud of rather than just today I was a product of everybody else's creations. Wow. Okay. That was huge because that's so interesting. I've noticed in myself and I'm like, wow, that's so interesting is when I first got, I, I remember we were in high school and like social media was a thing. And I was like, oh yeah, here's my Instagram account. No one knew how to use it. It was like very, it felt interactive at that point. And over the years I have become such a passive consumer. Like I'll be even going through things and not even a like or a comment or a, you know, like the social part of social media has just become media. There has been no social. And so I like that a lot because uh, a lot of times, you know, social media has taken presence into our lives and, and sure, like, I don't know, sometimes I think, man, would the world just be a better place without it? But there's also a lot of opportunity to be created with it. And so just balancing that, um, using it as a tool, kind of like, this is a this is a hammer. It's not that it's good or bad. You can use a hammer to take down a wall or you can use a hammer to hang up a picture and one's destroying and one's creating, right? And so balancing that, I, I actually really like how you said 
when you're on social media, like that's pretty simple, right? That's not threatening. If someone was like, go to social media fast for days, I'd be like, ah, you know, but you were like, <laughs> just like create in that sense. I, I, I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I know that's, that's really interesting what you said about social media becoming just media. It's, yeah. it's honestly kind of sad. Yeah. Cause yeah, it'd be, it would be too bad to get to the end of life and just realize that, you know, what did I do other than be a consumer for everybody else? You know, you want to add something to the world. So I like how you say that too. Like you can either be a consumer to yourself or you can add to the world, man. It social media is a, I, I like just defining it as using media. I think if we tell ourselves that, that, that helps us kind of reframe like what we're using and how to use it better like oh I'm going to use media today and then choose to be social about it because there's nothing inherently social about it currently it's just interesting to me it's like one of the only things except for like substances and addictions that use the word users (laughs) like that really makes me feel like a consumer and not like it's kind of weird like we're social media users right and that automatically takes out a level of agency and a level of decision as already a passive consumer. So the way it was created already puts you in that box. So how are you, are you going to let it or will you choose differently? You know? Yeah, totally. That's really interesting. Kind of crazy. I I'm so glad that you added that to this. Um, Austin, you have like blown our minds yet again. I'm like, we just need to have like 12 zillion episodes of creativity. Like once a month, Austin's back on with creativity. (laughs) But today we want to ask it and I want to see if this changed for you over the last few weeks. But um, the question that we always ask at the end, but what is one piece of advice that you give your younger self to boost your confidence? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh man. Okay. I had my answer for last time. This time I haven't thought Mm -hmm. of it. So let me think really quick. Anything that it could even be today or like the advice you'd give yourself yesterday. doesn't younger self doesn't have to be like Mm -hmm. little, it could have just been a a past self, you know, and just kind of that, that difference today, what you'd say. I I don't know how much more time we have, but I've been thinking about something for a, a long time of like a really, I found a quote when I got an iPod touch. Okay. We're going way back when I first got my first iPod touch. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, I was like 12. It was the best Christmas of my life. I cried because I was so excited. Uh, All of that to say that one of the wallpapers I found for my brand new iPod touch, I had a quote on it and it said, do something today that your future self will thank you for. And uh, I, that has like always stuck with me because it's been so interesting for me to see, especially recently, how past decisions have had such a huge sway into how my life is currently. And I'm really grateful to my past self for making certain decisions that have set me up for where I am right now. So I think that if I were to go back uh, even to yesterday and tell myself something, it would be that to do something today that your future self will thank you for, because I'm super grateful uh, for things, for nights that I spent, up late at night working in the past. I'm super grateful to my past self for going through school, uh, for working hard. It's really paid off and uh, I think that it will continue to. So I wanna remember that uh, as I go forward too and tell myself, hey, keep going because it's paid off and it'll continue to pay off. So uh, that's probably what I would say today. 
You know, I really like that. Um, it's kind of this perspective of gratitude, especially, I think sometimes, no, I don't think, I know a lot of times that we are so hard on ourselves and especially our past selves, because we have more knowledge now than we had yesterday. And a lot of times you look back and you're like, oh, but if I had done, but if I would have, and you know, if you can just acknowledge and appreciate what you knowledge you did have then, and just switch that to a gratitude mindset, man, that changes your life, not only looking back and having positive emotions about your life then, but it makes your life so much better now and embracing who you are now. And I bet you being creative for your past self, uh, being thankful for your past self probably helps you with creativity. Not going to lie. That probably is somewhat connected. So that yeah. awesome. We're so glad that you came back on today. Thank you so much. We want to make sure that our listeners can connect with you too. So is Twitter still the best way to connect with you? Yeah. I, I, yes. Twitter is awesome. I love Twitter. And so my username on Twitter is AustBoston, A-U-S-T-B-O-S-T-O-N. And uh, I, have a, I have DMs open. So I'm happy to hear from people and talk to people. It's super fun. You guys, go DM him and just say like, hey, I drove a new way home today. And I'm sure Austin would love to start that creativity conversation Literally, he has so much gold to talk to you about um, or retweet one of his quotes that he said today of something that inspired you. Because I definitely, I'm not much a Twitter person, but no, Austin, you do have one of your quotes is on my computer to help me with creativity. And then I've got CEOs is my, uh, my CEO's creativity up on my mirror to remind me every day that has made such a difference. So just know that positive feedback that is. So we're just so grateful that you came on again as a request from so many listeners. Thank you. Just truly thank you for coming on again. Yeah, Katie Ann, thank you. You are awesome. I am, uh, I've been listening to your podcast ever since I found it. So thanks for hosting such an awesome podcast. It's been thank super helpful. You. We, we just appreciate you a lot. So thank you, Austin. I think a lot of times the feeling of fear comes from a lack of control in our lives. And our sponsor, PowerPay, is offering a money master course that's normally $40 for free to all Full Confidence Ahead podcast listeners so you can take control of your finances this year. The course is video-based and gives you real-life money smarts. So to claim your course, go to extensioncourses.usu.edu slash Pal, which is K-A-T-I-E-A-N-N-P-O-W-E-L-L, and it'll automatically add the money master course course to your cart and you just click checkout and you'll get it for free. You can also access your course by going to extensioncourses.usu.edu and finding the money master course under the finance category, then using the code KATIEANN, K-A-T-I-E-A-N-N with no spaces to claim your $40 discount and free course at checkout. So let's master our money together. Thanks for listening in on the Full Confidence Ahead podcast. Weekly on Tuesdays, we'll continue our journey of confidence together through new interviews and insights. Make sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on the latest conversations and confidence boosts. And by the way, you got this because you deserve to live life full confidence ahead. See you next week.